0: This episode comes to you with a trigger warning for the mention of suicide. Hello and welcome back to Ramped Up, the disability podcast by me, Joyce Browse.
1: And me, Julia This
0: is our third episode, although it is our second time recording, because the previous uh, recording was split into two. I'm not getting that; that, was a bit unprofessional, a bit sort of, oh yeah, let's just do it and see what happens, which In hindsight, wasn't a brilliant idea. I
1: mean, I enjoyed it. I felt like I was having a normal conversation rather than a scripted thing.
0: Yeah, I liked it too because we didn't really plan anything. We just sort of went wherever we went. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Also, in the past, we did a few things for college and we did scripted stuff and it felt a bit more forced. And I listened back to the the, the episode and I was like, that would be quite natural. I like it.
0: Yeah, because I hate to say it, Julia, you're not very good uh, at scripts and stuff. You get too nervous. I do,
1: I do. Um,
0: But yeah, we're going to keep it, we're not following the scripts, but we do have things that we want to talk about. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are four things in particular. We're going to be talking about our pride flag. I know a lot of people don't even know about it. I'm really excited to talk about that. We're going to talk about, we'll be talking about inspiration porn. And don't worry, it's not what you think it is.
1: I was thinking the same thing when you said that to me. I was like, Joel, where is this going? (laughs) And we're also going to talk about playgrounds, because that's something that we feel like as kids, we didn't have the best experience with.
0: Yeah. So stick around. Right. First is a topic that I am really excited to talk about. It's the disability flag. Now I only found out about this, I think, on like the thirtieth of July uh, of June. Um,
1: the last like, day of Pride.
0: Yeah, like the day before Disability Pride Month. I was like, "Hang on, we have a Pride flag." Um, now we have a Pride Month. Yeah. Oh no, I knew about that one, but I. Oh, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. I knew we oh, had
1: the, and now we have December for uh, International, what was it, this International
0: international Day of People with Pers- Disabilities, potentially International Disabled Persons Day, but yeah.
1: Basically, yeah, I don't know about that, in December.
0: Yeah, that's the third of December. Um, <clears> But yeah, July is Disability Pride Month, Um, and we have our proud flag, so just like the LGBT community, they have multiple variations of their flags. So I think one of the originals and at one point the most used was, you know, the traditional six stripes, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it then developed to become a progress flag. So it added black and brown would uh, be black and Asian and minor minority ethnic people. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's based but yeah. Um, and the light blue, pink, and white for trans. Yes. And then it developed from there and had the intersex variation, um, the yellow triangle with the pink, uh, to the purple circle. Um, So yeah, just like the LGBT flag has developed and grown and so on, um, the disability flag has too. Initially, it was uh, just three stripes uh, this was in twenty seventeen. It was just gold, silver, bronze, which I think is not brilliant. It's a bit boring. It's a bit yeah.
1: Why does that sound like they're like put in disabilities in order from most like like from most like bad as in yeah like, the worst to the best. Exactly. Yeah, it does. That of kind of like a
0: ranking leaderboard. Be, exactly. Sort of.
1: Yeah, and they're like, by the way, you're bronze. By the way, you're silver. <laughs> by the way, you're gold. I'm like, dang.
0: Yeah. Um, the idea of that was, um, sort of the three medals at the Paralympic Games. That was the idea, um, and it was intended to represent the overcoming of obstacles. Um, but it sort of showed up sort of, like competing and stuff which we didn't really Um, know. It
1: feels a bit odd, to be honest. Like if someone didn't know the meaning behind the flag, let's be honest, when you see the LGBT, like the original like rainbow flag, people knew what that meant. Like the colours, if that makes sense. But by by, by first glance, you can look at it, you're like, oh, I know what that is. If If you showed me the original uh, disability pride flag that the, the uh, gold silver and bronze oh yeah. what am I looking at
0: yeah and it, it, mm. it's not very attractive to look at either to be honest it is very bland sort of just yeah.
1: can you imagine it being like a flag that you wave around like it will be so flat
0: it, yeah it's just it' just doesn't stand out uh, no, so that doesn't. was 2017. Mm-hmm. the next flag was bought in uh 2019 right and hang on i'm trying to expand it i've lost it (laughs) uh it was by anne mcgill i think i'm pronouncing her name right um and this is the one that i've seen on tiktok this is the one i first became aware of this Mm -hmm. is a black background with uh five like lightning bolt lines Mm -hmm. uh And from left to right, those bolt lines are blue, yellow, white, red, and green. Uh, I'll tell you what they all symbolise in a minute. Um, But the reason this one was changed is, I this is my favourite one, Uh, but uh, probably because it's vibrant and looks nice, it's visually appealing. Uh, But this was changed because it wasn't fully accessible for all disabled people. The brightness and the colours made it quite inaccessible to some people. Um so then in 2021, the same artist redid the flag. So now this. they are diagonal stripes, straight lines, and I'm not sure why, but the order of the colours has changed. So now it's and the colours are less vibrant. So the colours are now red, yellow, white, blue, green. Um yeah. which Uh, So the same colours and same meaning. I'll go through the meaning now. First you have red, which is physical disabilities and difficulties, yellow, intellectual, cognitive and developmental disabilities, white, invisible and undiagnosed disabilities, blue for mental disabilities and green for sensory and perception difficulties. Um, And you can a lot of disabilities can fit into multiple categories. And if you have multiple different, different uh, if you have multiple disabilities, you can fit into uh, multiple groups. Um, I think so. There's another colour, black, the black background, uh, that represents the lives lost to disability, which include uh whether that includes medical negligence, suicide, and ableism. Um and there, there's lots of different reasons that people die. Um, whether it's the their health or it's suicide, because mental health is massively um massively affected I by physical. I feel like health.
1: that should be a topic we should cover.
0: It will be. We will definitely cover that in a later episode. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's a flag. Um now, something I also found when I was receptionist is like the Pride March. There's a disabled pride march. However, since it's not so well known about, there aren't <laughs> so many. So this is mainly in like New York and Chicago and stuff like that. There's one in Brighton. That's the nearest Tell that I've
1: Why in America? Everything happens in America. I want to go.
0: Yeah, well, you have to pay for your healthcare there. In um, <laughs> Britain, thankfully, we don't. Um, Thank God. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Thank God. Yeah. Because my
1: bill, my bill would be, I'll be in debt for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really want there to be one in London. You know what, now that i find found out about this, maybe we'll take the next year to sort of plan something in July. And I like, get one in London, because I really want one.
1: I kind of want to do something like a art exhibition sort of thing right where we like rent out a space because we have friends who, have, um, who are amazing uh like graphic designers artists stuff like that maybe if they could create some artwork based on it maybe mm. I and
0: think, th- I, yeah that's a good idea i also think like having disabled artists creating yes. something because then that helps get their voices heard as well
1: We'll make sure to um plan something. Because right now we have this podcast to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think if whoever's listening to it right now, maybe if you guys can think of another way we could celebrate disability, pride, and create a sort of community for people. Um, maybe drop us ideas of what you guys might want to see in the future. Maybe not necessarily a pride march, but maybe um. I don't know, I'm I'm blank at the moment. Uh, Let me think. Uh, Any ideas, Joel? It's
0: it's interesting because a pride march would be really cool, but actually, it becomes quite inaccessible. That's what I was
1: thinking about. Think
0: about all the um, mobility aids and having to get to one place, and crowds in themselves can be quite wheelchair unfriendly. Oh, yeah.
1: I've even like things like concerts get overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, especially when you are want to do something. Of course, of course.
0: Because sometimes it's so isolating to just be in by yourself and feeling like you're the only disabled person, you know.
1: Or we could do kind of like a a, a virtual thing.
0: Yeah, it's something we'll have to think about.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not going to be set in stone, we're just throwing ideas
0: yeah.
1: but in the future, why not?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I think it's nice that we've got a flag to sort of, it's, it's, part, it's part of our identity. And like many other identities have their own flags, we now have our own flag and um, I really like that. That made what my you, day.
1: What did you say the last colour stood for?
0: Uh, Black. Or green?
1: Uh, green. I think
0: green is sensory and perception difficulties. I'll go through more all again. Red is physical difficulties. Yellow, intellectual, cognitive and de- developmental disabilities. White, invisible and undiagnosed disabilities. Blue, mental illness. Green, sensory and perception difficulties. And black, lives lost due to disability. I forgot to do that.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die with this cough. I'm going to die. Oh, please
0: don't. <laughs> um.
1: Please don't. Anyway, back to this. playgrounds.
0: Sorry, I got distracted.
1: I can tell. <laughs> Joel gets very distracted. If no one knows Joel in person they all know he's a very distractible person. Distractible?
0: You
1: know, no, you get distracted mid-sentence sometimes.
0: When have I ever done that? Exactly. so I'm going to stuff my, my face with eclairs.
1: And I've got like an entire, like, a little, like...
0: I don't know why I'm using the I'm meant to be speaking now
1: over a little bit
0: uh what are we talking about
1: playgrounds goal, three second memory you fish
0: <laughs> that is because i was debating whether we should do playgrounds or porn first
1: right can we start are you good yeah on two three let's go okay so we can all agree as a community that Playgrounds are not always accessible for us uh, disabled people, regardless if you are in a wheelchair, if you have walking aids, or if you're blind or deaf. Saying that there are a few parks or playgrounds, you could say, that have um wheelchair accessible like equipment. I have like, seen you know those very like radio sweet... radio
0: then.
1: There, there are that they, they are very few and spread out quite far.
0: Yeah. But I there think are a in thing. my life I've been to 30 <laughs> different playgrounds and only seen one that's mildly accessible.
1: Okay, can I ask you a question? Did you ever do this thing when you were little? You would always like drive under the like um the slide the like, like like those like you only have the, oh my oh I, in my primary school speaking of monkey bars we had this huge like dome that you could climb on right. it was like a geometric kind of you know dome thing that you can climb on and then there was this like like arch that you can go in so I would literally go in there and sit under, in, inside of it and mm-hmm. people would climb above me. can you <laughs> do you believe me when I tell you that I got kicked so many times? oh yeah that makes sense. Like I got kicked so many times and then my te- my teachers never understood why I did it. They're like, if you're getting kicked, don't go in it. Mm-hmm. But me, I was like, I wanna go. So <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that was me. The thing is, my mom would be like, Where why do you have these bruises? Like, where are they coming from? I'm like, Other teachers
0: hitting
1: me. No, no, no. No, my uh, my mum never really said yeah. You know, you just hit me whatever she knew what I was doing because she once caught me doing it because when I was I think in reception <coughs> sorry we would do they would do collections and when it came to collections they would let us into the little playground for the reception kids because we had our little playground like like our own section of the playground and then um, they would literally let us into that playground and I would go into that dome thing. My mum came picking me picking me up. She's like, "Why are you under there? Like, you're gonna get kicked." And then I did. I've I already have. No, and I did get kicked. And my mum's like, "So that explains the bruises." <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, it does." It was mostly my arms and like my shoulders though.
0: There's a TikToker I follow on TikTok, obviously. Um. I can't remember their username, but they have a disabled child and the disabled child Um remember done this thing where we found a, um, um, an accessible playground and so they showing the accessible slides and we, um well different types of swings, you have the normal swings that everyone knows and loves, you have the sort of like harness ones and then there's a wheelchair swing. Um now mm. I understand that they're costly and can't be everywhere. But when I'm talking about a, a person childhood um I thankfully am relatively mobile out of my chair. Uh actually no, I'm very mobile con- considering you know my body shape. Considering me. Yeah. Considering most uh wheelchair users Um I'm very able to get out of my chair. I've got good upper body strength so I can pull myself up ladders and stuff just about. Um but I would I think I would have found a far better childhood if I if there were an accessible playground. Playgrounds that are inclusive so that I can actually join my friends where they are and you know. Don't trust kids with wheelchairs. Lesson
1: learned.
0: By this oh, one. I okay. disagree. I disagree very much. I used to, or actually I still do, like lend my wheelchair to my friends and like just see how they get on using the wheelchair because it's like a really different experience to what they're used to. I really, really enjoy doing that. Uh, I've done it more than a few times. And actually my wheelchair is kind of a toy. Like, you know, you can lend it to some people as a toy. i am um, let dozens of babies, you know, ride in and push them along and stuff. So I disagree with that. Go on
1: Once I tell you this, you'll be like, girl, why? Why did you let that happen? I don't know to this day. I remember there was a school disco. Kids after eating a lot of sugar being hyper as Mm -hmm. heck we were let out into the playground and of course like i found it funny and other people found it like fun as well to like push me really really quickly down the playground right but what wasn't funny is i put my brakes on right to like stop them from going fast the brakes did nothing Thing. <laughs> i'm still going full speed right because like the like it's not like the brakes were, the brakes were on but my wheel was still moving yeah because this kid was pretty like, so hard, hard. Exactly, yeah. exactly and i remember going like like um he like stopped suddenly yeah. i went head like it i tipped forward oh, head geez. first into a metal gate
0: oh my friend did that to me once
1: nosebleed and everything
0: my, what we were doing, oh, what game were we playing? We were playing Dodgeball, I think. Um, oh,
1: that was the worst. I hated that.
0: My a friend was pushing me, and then pushed me really fast. And then we turned at the end, and I just flipped onto my side. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Thankfully, I had it happen to me. Thankfully, but, I no, was it
0: really doesn't
1: awesome. hurt so much. It's No, scary, no, but. no, yeah, but well, heart attack, like no other. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, I was thankful enough to be by a wall. So I like literally braced myself with my yeah. hands on the wall. So like my 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 tried the whole like tip on the big wheel like that way to the left, and I like held myself back with the hands. So I was like, no. Can we also maybe touch upon uh school in playgrounds yeah. a little bit? So it's mostly to do with like PE and like sports. So, I don't know if you had this, job, but like when they were doing stuff to do with kicking with your feet, right? Mm. Um, they would give me a hockey stick.
0: Yeah, okay. That's, that's better than my school.
1: And someone would literally push me around and now like do with a hockey stick. You do not know, like kids have no mercy. They have no mercy. So, when the ball was near me, obviously people are trying to kick it away from me. But they don't realize they're crushing me in the process.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm like, I would literally, I would come out of PE with so many bruises. It's ridiculous. The only sport that I loved in primary school, secondary school, I didn't really do PE because of health and safety stuff. I see. And and like um.
0: No one to like, doing oh, football. And the PE teacher I was getting angry I wasn't turning up in class. I'm like. Well, I mean, you do not think anything to me. I'm no, just sitting do. watching. You,
1: you, you know, yeah, exactly. I had that happen to me once, where I was maybe in year seven. Yeah, it was like my first the first year of secondary school, and I was always forced to sit in the PE hall and mm-hmm. just watch and just yeah. not do anything. Just watch. And I remember my TA at the time. She was like, "But what is she getting out of this? Just yeah sitting
0: and staring. Let's move on now to um, a topic that sounds dodgy but isn't as dodgy as it sounds. Inspiration porn. Now, it's probably not what you're thinking. Inspiration porn is defined as the portrayal of people with disabilities uh, as being inspirational to able-bodied people. Um, sort of like, oh, you, you're going for all this crap and Still so I feel so bad
1: for you i feel so bad for you
0: yeah but not only that but like oh you inspire me I, oh i could get my friend to tell you that um to say stuff like there was a time we were stopped um while we were shopping in a shopping center and this man went to my friends oh i bet he never complains about life oh i bet he's so inspired like, mate, I was literally going to meet my friends. That's not inspiring. Like, okay, if we do something inspiring, if we achieve some great achievement, then finally can be inspired by us.
1: Once I get a medal in the Paralympic...
0: But don't be inspired by me going to get milk from the Sainsbury's. That is not inspiring.
1: Once I win a Paralympic medal, that's when you can call me an inspiration.
0: Exactly. Then I've when re- I've done something good and like you know achieve something real. Or but, publish a book. Yeah. Or or or, or become <laughs> I was gonna say become a queen. Do
1: your male. You'll be a king.
0: <laughs> yeah, if I if I make some great achievement, then you can be inspired by me. But I mean my life can isn't say- inspired people can
1: say that like someone who has a disability becomes a doctor and that's inspiring that for a disability can go into such a you know hard and difficult career path because I was actually uh asked once oh do you want to go into medicine because you do so like you know you, you are surrounded so so by so much like uh medical stuff I'm like yeah sure I'll be able to, to um to uh substitute billy over there because he needs to do a surgery at eight o'clock this morning for a gallbladder removal i'll just do that like no dude i can't do that like also yeah and
0: when people say oh but you've got so much experience like field it's like yeah but i've I've lived in the hospital i don't want to spend more time in the hospital
1: exactly like we we we're not the ones performing procedures and taking bloods and stuff like that we're literally sitting there honest with you i feel like a plant i just feel like a little plant who's just like laying on the bed who eats sleeps and watches netflix <laughs> and just lets anyone like take bloods yeah sure no. Taking your in sample yeah sure uh you want to do like a swab test yeah sure no. just do it all been to really working about- up at three
0: in
1: the morning you need to check your temperature
0: and stick this in your mouth quick disclaimer, if you are disabled and you want to create a medicine, please do, we're not discouraging you. Uh, and just, we, we, um the issue is when everyone expects something of you, mm-hmm. and actually that's that's not fair. Um, some people might expect me to have a boring life and never do anything. That's not fair. I might be disabled. And some people, yeah, I think it's the expectations that need to be managed basically
1: yeah 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 um also the whole inspiring thing, like oh I'm going into because I want to go to university and do HR they're like oh you want to do HR I'm like yeah because I want to I see the discrimination within the workplace and I want to fix that hopefully and they're like oh that's such an inspiring thing to do and da, 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 da. I'm like no I'm just fixing it's so an ordinary
0: wrong. career.
1: Exactly. Know. I'm just. I just want to, you know, improve something that's already there, and just work in that general area. So that's not really much. Good of
0: yeah. My, I was talking about this with my parents yesterday about why some people find disabled people inspiring. I mm. remember saying it's because they look at a disabled person and go. Well, wow, they've got all of these issues, they're going through all of these hardships and all this pain and the um And yet we're still continuing. Here's my issue with it. I can't find the words to phrase it. So I'm going to use this quote. Um, it's from the TV show, Speechless. Um, and it says that inspiration porn is like a portrayal of people with disabilities as one dimensional saints who okay. only exist to warm the hearts and open the minds of able-bodied people.
1: Well, can I maybe rephrase that maybe? Maybe what you mean saying is uh people find it so inspiring because they have a certain mindset of what a disabled person is. Yeah. How they are and how they how they you know uh, manage the world to them seeing it in real life in front of their eyes to them that's amazing and as much as it is let's just be honest like it is amazing that we can you know access the world around us as it's slowly but not as quickly as it should be is getting accessible for us however if people can take that inspirational stuff and put it into physical use, like into a physical, like you know, way of solving a problem, then that would be better. That makes sense.
0: Hmm. I think that people have a an expectation that disabled people are nothing more than their disability. And so therefore, when they see someone who's more than their disability they're surprised and think that it's unusual or special in some way.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they
0: praise that person because they're not like everyone else when actually the truth is no one is simply their identity.
1: No, yeah.
0: In that makes sense. No one is one part of their identity.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, if, if there was actually this um video that i've seen and i think i've talked about this where there was these people who were put into wheelchairs and they were told to live in the day of the disabled person in the wheelchair and they you know were complaining about how it's so difficult this that and the other i would rather die than be in a wheelchair yeah this
0: is awful
1: a quote like that from a celebrity who's quite well known i don't remember the name of the person i'm not going to mention it mm-hmm. um but hearing a public figure say that dis- if they were disabled they would rather die than be disabled it's so wrong mm. it's so wrong because at the same time we it's not a fight that we have to you know get through it's just our way of living like we don't know another way of living like mm. people people always ask me oh would you would you, need you like to walk one day or wouldn't you like to you know be able yeah. to join your friends on like the climbing frame or you know stuff like that and as a kid I would always say no like I would be like like you know like but why are you asking me this mm. and only when I got older I realized that people view that as not normal which is bad honestly it's so disheartening because it shows the mindset that oh unless it's accessible for them they don't care like if you want if you struggle to get somewhere do deal with it on your own it's until we make a big you know fuss about it is when ramps are put in place, when things become accessible to us. Unless we make, you know, we break that mold of being inspirational and instead putting our voices to actual good use and letting them know that we need certain things in place is when, that's when you can call it inspirational, is when we get what we deserve.
0: Right, that brings us to the end of episode three of The Lamped a podcast by George Sprouse
1: and Julia Shinko.
0: Thank you very much for joining us. In a future episode, we will be talking about FFIs or frequently found issues. We'd love to hear your comments, what sort of issues you have to go through and deal with as part of your daily life. We want to hear from you, whatever your disability is. We'll be back for episode four of Wrapped Top. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.
1: Thank you. Bye.